Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Only Reading Podcast. What episode are we on now? In the 50s. In the 50s. We're on a streak, I feel like. Well, we've not missed a week in a long time. It's been... Well, we've we've been around for over a year, so yeah. we've clearly missed a handful. <laughs> You've been podcasting since the dawn of time, I feel like. I'm the, I'm the first podcaster. <laughs> anyway, how is your morning, babe? Very good. I um, enjoy some quiet mornings. I, I actually, so normally we would usually do this podcast a little bit earlier in the, in the day, but I kind of like that we've been able to go about our own mornings and have a little bit of time to collect our thoughts somewhat, decompress, or wake up. <laughs> and now we're doing it a little more mid-morning time. What, well, how do you feel about it? Well, I mean, more so that I like having mornings together, but when you go to yoga in the morning, it gives me some alone time as well. I know. It's nice, right? It's good to have that alone time. Yeah, I was going to go to the gym when you went to yoga, but then I thought to myself, no, I can have some alone time, <laughs> and I'll work out later. Plus, I didn't want to put the dogs away, Yeah, you know, so they got to be out the whole morning. Well, good. Well, I'm glad you had a good morning. I had a good morning also at yoga. And, um, yeah, it's something that occurred to me. I, I was thinking about it on the mat like I do, and I have all my epiphanies because I'm terrible at <laughs> quieting down my monkey mind. I was going to say, aren't you supposed to not be thinking on the mat? Sometimes I do. There's, like, there's definitely a lot to be said for meditation and movement. Like I don't think I'm one of those people that does very well at meditating and just emptying my mind by sitting still. But when we do like a lot of sun salutations at the beginning, oftentimes I'm just like so immersed and absorbed in that rhythm that suddenly at some point it occurs to me like, oh my God, how long have I been doing this? Like everyone else around me is in down dog and I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> I like it when that happens. But anyway, I thought, I thought today there's something important that we should talk about. I'm anxious to hear. <laughs> What are your thoughts on the C word? Something that we hear a lot. It can make you feel a little ugh, inside when you hear it. What do you think about it? I wonder if our listeners know what I'm talking about even. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about even? I'm not entirely sure what you're talking about. I knew you have an idea. I have an idea. So I'm obviously not referring to the C word. Which is what? What's that? I'm not going to say it. So I, I can't. I can't. It's funny. When comedians use the C word, I, I like cringe inside a little bit. It, it really throws me off base. I don't find any word does that to me. No? no Howard word. Stern loves that word. Yeah, I don't. He throws it around a lot. I, I think that's just my personality. There's no word on this planet that makes me feel emotion like that. I think it might be... It's definitely kind of a girl a, thing. It's a, maybe a girl thing, but also a British thing. No, I mean, it's a, it's a very, you know, there are words you can drop in the English language, and while people know they're curse words, they're accepted. You know, I can say the F word and things like shit during... <laughs> well, <laughs> let's keep this PG. During... Well, I mean, that's to the point. Like, some of those words are considered PG this yeah, day and age. True. But, true I that. mean, I can say words like that during my lectures 
at CrossFit or on the road for us, and people laugh. Yeah. But if I said the C word at a lecture, it would be like a screeching halt. I feel like it would, yeah, it would be like a bomb went off. <laughs> like, like you'd hear the record, like, scratch. Somebody yeah, would I inevitably, know. like, one of my coworkers. You'd be taken aside. Yeah, it would be like, hey, <laughs> is he drunk? What's going on? <laughs> so there's definitely, that, that word definitely has that connotation to it. But let's, let's dive more into, let's, let's get off the C word and back onto the C word. Okay, the actual C word that we're talking what about. What are you talking about? I'm talking about comfort. Like being comfortable and being in our comfort zone. That's what I'm talking about. I like that. It sounds nice. Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound wonderful being cozy? And actually, that's what it makes me think of. What, like, when you're getting out of bed in the morning, what's one of the first things that you normally do? I poop. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but I bet for the majority of people out there, the first thing they do in the morning yes. is hit the snooze button. Don't you think? You know what? I think so, but you and I never snooze, so I don't even understand the snooze button. I, I feel like you kind of snooze. Because, what do you mean I kind of snooze? Because I set the alarm, I get up, and then about an hour later, you... That, that's because <laughs> I'm not purposely waking up at that time. Okay. Okay. I suppose it's not quite the same as hitting the snooze button. No. Um, there are... When I decide I want to get up at a time, I never snooze. Yeah. I, when you get up, I'm generally up at that point, but I also, A, wait in bed because I have to use the bathroom and you're in it. <laughs> and then I kind of slowly wake up and I, I think I spend more time in the bathroom than you think I am, like, th- than in bed. Oh. You know, I get up and I'm reading, brush my hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole routine, actually. I was thinking about this earlier. It would be really cool for us to do a kind of day in the life of for all of us on the OIE team. Most of the minds in the bathroom. I was going to say there would be a lot of uh, a lot of your day chronicled from the bathroom. I think that'd be a cool idea. Let's do that. Let's yeah, do that. I meant um, to write that down earlier. Anyway, okay, back yes. on topic though. So, so most people snooze. I think so because you know it's hard getting out of bed. It's cozy and who knows? Maybe you're temperature or thermostat is set to like 68 degrees because mm. your husband's a crazy man uh, i love that temperature yeah he sweats like a i got so hot know. last night again really yeah you wanted to did you turn the temperature up? no yeah you were saying you. you were saying don't <laughs> put it at 68 i put it at 68 and i was still sweating oh my gosh well there's something wrong with you then but anyway so when it's cold outside your bed and it's nice and warm and cozy under the covers it's so hard to get out of bed you have to do something you have to forcefully get yourself up eventually but ideally you don't hit the snooze button 10 times and i think you know that can kind of cascade into all other areas of our life where we're just constantly hitting the snooze button or, you know, putting things on the later base, as my sister likes to say. What's it called? The later base. I guess some funny. Who says that, Carrie? No, my little sister. She thinks it's hysterical. She's like, oh, yeah, what? And she, she uses that language like whatevs. <laughs> it's like stick it on the later base. Like, she's a very like, oh, it can wait till tomorrow kind of person. <laughs> We're not, I don't know that we're from the same family, but anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? How, how do you kind of 
why is it that we don't hit the snooze button? And how do you start driving yourself to become this kind of person that isn't constantly being comfortable and and essentially just not challenging yourself in your day-to-day? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, for one, someone once said to me, what would you prefer, comfort or discomfort? Right. So what's your answer? <laughs> just just that? That's the, the question? No that's it. Yeah, just what do you want, comfort or discomfort? I think everyone in this world wants comfort. Well, yeah, absolutely. And then the follow-up question was, what, what do you prefer, comfort or growth? Oh, now there we get so, to the meat of the question. Right. So really with discomfort comes growth, ideally. Yeah. You can be uncomfortable and just not growing like you, you know, you didn't pay your bills and the electricity's off. That's not the point. <laughs> right. That's, <laughs> that's un- a good example. That's uncomfortable as well. But when you're putting, <laughs> when you're purposely making yourself uncomfortable with the pursuit of growth, that's going to be better. And, and you know, when... When you're doing that. Yeah, and I think most of the people listening to this are those people, right? We're not having a lot of people without power listening to our podcast. Sure, but I think, you know, it's easy for us to say, hey, you need to find some discomfort in order to grow, but how do people go about doing that? You know, we say, okay, for example, with tracking your macros or with your nutrition, we kind of, we, we ease people into it, right? Start off slow, just start simply track your food, track what you're eating every day. But what are some other areas of your life maybe that, that you can start implementing, implementing these kind of techniques so that, you know, there really is this domino effect and it, and it encourages you to be active and find discomfort in all areas of your life. Well, I think, there's some obvious ones like the gym, mm-hmm. but I do think it does start with that snooze button's a good starting place. Yeah. Like Jocko calls the snooze button, the kill your dreams button. Oh, I love that. It's so true. And I think that's so simple. That's such a simple step that you can start taking like literally tomorrow. Set your alarm for the actual time that you want to get up. And just get up. And get up. Don't hit snooze. Why, I, why are you hitting snooze? I mean, that's something I don't, I didn't ever purposely learn to not snooze, but as a kid, I just never did. It was, what time do I need to get up? I remember my alarm was, you know, on the other side of the room, it was mm, that, that's helpful. you know, radio that my stepfather gave me for my birthday mm-hmm. that I had for years, so I recently threw out, because I still had a CD player in it, and I don't have any CDs anymore, but... Even beyond that, you know, always it was that alarm, whether it was across the room or beside the bed, it was never, there was never the option of snoozing. Mm -hmm. I know part of it, I can remember back to in college, my freshman year college roommate, Sam, he used to snooze and I would get so mad at him Mm -hmm. because I didn't have to get up necessarily. Wait, you shared a room, like a bedroom? Yeah, my freshman year. It's so foreign, it's such a foreign concept for me. That was the only year that I had to share a room. And so funny. So he would snooze a bit. That would drive me insane. You know, I had an ex actually who would do that, and it did drive me insane. It's no different than when you set the alarm. At least you get up there. No, the, o- <laughs> the only times I might, might snooze is if I've not slept in the night. You don't snooze, you just shut the alarm. 
Oh, right, right, right. Right? So I think there's a slight difference. Right, right. You know, it's like when you set the alarm and you're snoozing, it's like you're just yeah, you, you're, you're ruining the, your morning because most people have to rush out. Because you're not actually getting more good quality sleep. That's how all, I, all you're doing is delaying the inevitable and probably making yourself late to something and stressed. Or stressed, right. And that's how I always looked at it. It was yeah. always like, why do I want to get these crappy intervals of nine minutes yes. or whatever it snoozes? <laughs> Versus just snoozing. I remember is such a waste of time because I remember having this conversation again, like in high school. My buddy Jordan would be like, when we would have like a sleepover, mm-hmm. say we had to get up at eight. I don't know. He'd be like, all right, I'm gonna set the alarm for seven thirty so we can snooze three times. <laughs> and I was like, just set the alarm for eight and let's get up. I remember that conversation specifically. How old are you? That was I was probably. You know, sixteen or seventeen. I think there must be there. There's two types of people in this world: snoozers and go getters. You know what it is when you snooze? There's that instant gratification of I don't want to get up and I can close my eyes right now and fall back asleep. That's what it is. You're it's choosing not, the. It's not gratifying, to me and it at is all. comfort. I do think you're right. There's there's that aspect of comfort. Like it feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels good versus. I'm a little tired. I'm going to get up. I'm not comfortable in this moment, but I also know in three minutes I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So there, <laughs> there is that aspect to it when it comes to snoozing. Um, I think, you know, some tricks people can... I think... I don't believe there needs to be tricks. I think it's just stop snoozing. <laughs> but that's just my mindset. But other than... So tomorrow... Set your alarm and get up when the alarm goes up. Sure. What what are some other ways that maybe people can improve their, just their whole kind of perception and ability to, to endure and accept challenging situations or discomfort? How do you, how do you get yourself to, yeah, to just accept that discomfort and kind of be able to sit comfortably with it? You're saying beyond snoozing now? Yeah. Not just snoozing the alarm. Like what else can you do? I I think... You know, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about myself, and I'm just, it's a, it's ingrained in me. You know, I think, for me, it goes back to, I was thinking about yesterday, I'm at jiu-jitsu, and I'm in a position where someone is literally choking me, right? <laughs> Their arm is around my throat, squeezing, and I can get just enough air to not pass out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. In my mind, I'm like, you're fine. Like, I'm like, you're fine, just stay calm. And I think that's just a mindset you have to have. Yeah, you, I agree. I think I think you, a lot of it has to do with the mindset that you've developed over time. You have to f- find comfort in discomfort. Probably from things that you've done, like jujitsu, has has really helped you to kind of be able to shape that that sort of mindset. But I think there, are, you know, for people, hey, I don't think it's too late for people to get started. It's not like they need to go back in time and wish they had done jiu-jitsu no i agree but i'm trying to think of, of grit but i think there's some simple things i think so give so you give me one i was just thinking it just kind of popped into my head because this is something i i hate a lot like i hate confrontation and i hate and i think we all do we hate um or we we get anxious about the possibility of people saying no to us so that's something that makes me feel uncomfortable sometimes and we've done that before i think in a couple of couple of occasions we've challenged each other to ask for something that we didn't deserve 
and you know kind of overriding that fear of of potentially being rejected or, or hearing no. So I, I asked uh, at a restaurant not long ago when Jess was here in town. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. You were thinking on that occasion. Um, to be honest, I do think we deserved it. But <laughs> Jason's Jason's meal. She basically forgot to put my meal. Yeah, in. and and it's to, I mean, I could kind of see where the confusion came in. Our, no, that our, was a that was waitress a was very mistake. helpful, oh, babe. <laughs> no, Jess ordered a meal. She ordered a fillet with a side of mac and cheese. No, oh, right, right. And I said I will take the same thing. I know that. I, okay. And she brought me only the mac and cheese. Yeah, so whatever. The message got confused. <laughs> so Jay had to wait like another 15 minutes or so for his main meal. Which was fine. We, none of, no was one was okay. angry. But, and, but, you know, Jess and I had kind of finished our meal by then. We're fast eaters. And it was just kind of disappointing to you because you wanted to have them both at the same time and enjoy well, them together. Or actually, I think you wanted to enjoy your mac and cheese last, right? Correct. Right. Anyway, so the bill comes, or the check comes at the end of the meal, and I, I said, you know what, I'm going to ask for a discount, because you had to wait for your entree, and it wasn't, you know, the experience wasn't what we had hoped for, and you were like all funny about it. Well, that. you said to me to ask. I did say, why don't you ask, because I, I guess in my mind, I was like, hey, babe, you have to wait for your meal, you should ask for a discount. But anyway, so Jay went went off to the restroom. I had to be. I really did. Fine. And the you waitress asked. came by, so I decided I would ask. And so you got the discount. And we got what twenty? I think at least twenty five percent off. I think it was twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah twenty five percent off. And you, you hear of challenges like that, the the Starbucks challenge. Oh, I think that's a great one, and you should definitely ask for discounts in your Starbucks because they are. Just completely overpricing it. Well, there's there's a few different ones. There's the one where you literally just lay down. Oh, in a store? In a store for 10 seconds. Yeah. I think that would be actually hysterical. And then I've heard of two others. One is Starbucks where you just ask for 10% off. Yeah. You just say, hey, can I have 10% off? And here's a, here's a like really easy example of how you can do it because I, I get that it might be a bit embarrassing to do it in your local Starbucks where you go every day. So if you're traveling or you're out of town... Do it somewhere where you're like, hey, this person's never going to see me again. Start small. Like, start simple. And then you'll slowly start to build up the courage. Like, hey, you know, once in a blue moon, somebody says no. Or maybe it happens three out of every ten times, whatever it is. But you just start to become very accustomed to that feeling. I think you're right. It's, It's a matter of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Those types of things, I'm less like... I can have someone choking me for two minutes yeah, you're and I'm fine. But you would not go into Starbucks and ask for a discount. No, or what about the one where you say... <laughs> I would do that kind of thing. You, you get a hamburger somewhere and then you ask for a refill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I really want to try that. Yeah, we say, hey, can I have a hamburger refill? Well, better if you go to a donut place. In fact, I did do that at... Um, damn, what's that place called? It's the donut place in downtown Boston. It's so good. You were better. You were better at the public ones. It was like my that. birthday, and I had a donut, and then I went back up to the counter, and I was like, "Can I get a second donut for free?" <laughs> and did they give you one? I said, "It is my birthday," and she was like, uh, "We don't typically do that, but okay." <laughs> you know like, what it is? Oh. Just cute girls can get it. You guys don't realize. It was. A, I was talking to a girl. Yeah, but you're just girls can get away with. No, it. Yeah. no, disagree. Being. 
cute girls don't understand what it's like to go through life. All women. What are you talking about? You just have it easier. No. <laughs> false. <laughs> I disagree. False. So, hey, I was a teenage girl through school. I had to go through puberty in an all-girls school. It was not fun. Okay. So, point is... I want to know what that donut shop's called. Then. You do have to get comfortable being uncomfortable, and those are different challenges. You yeah. But I agree. I think for me, as you're going through this, like my discomfort is often in social situations. I think of, I actually think of um, my our buddy Vince. Right. And let's this can go into our discomfort a little more. Okay. Right. So. I don't know where it's well, no, Vince is just like crazy. Right, and he's but he's awesome and like just outgoing and personable. And like I know for him, like he can be around anybody. He's the kind of guy that's gonna run up and scream and give you a hug and and be super. He's like, you know, when you get to about five years old and you start going to kindergarten or school and you start listening to your teachers and you're suddenly around all these peers and you're basically told how you have to be in this world and that you have to start thinking about being a professional and what you want to do when you're older. It's like Vince never went through that experience. It's like he stayed under the age of five, not mentally, Yeah, I mean, but in terms of just owning his personality and who he is, he just doesn't let what society or whatever it is kind of put a stamp on him being him, which I freaking love about him. But... With that being said, I mean, he's a firefighter, right? He's got a, he's very, he has done more, right? There are aspects of his personality. I mean, he's got a house. He's got a, you know, he dates our coach, Kirsten. Like, he's got his act together. But I'm not like that. Like, when I'm uncomfortable around people, like, I'm very withdrawn with my personality. And that's where Mm. I'm uncomfortable. So I need. So that's so why you're so quiet when be, my parents are around. <laughs> my challenge would be to be able to be more of who I am around other people when I'm uncomfortable. Wow, I didn't ever realize that about you. You never give the impression of being uncomfortable in social scenarios. Well, maybe I'm not uncomfortable, but I'm also just kind of withdrawn. Hmm. So when you're being withdrawn, that's you being uncomfortable. Potentially. I mean, it depends on, the, or maybe I just don't like the people. But, <laughs> but typically it's, uh, yeah, maybe I'm just not being loud and boisterous. Okay, I gotcha. So, speaking of that, we're talking about comfort. Let's relate it to nutrition. We're hanging out Saturday night, and Vince, it's like 10 o'clock, we're watching Happy Gilmore, and he's like, I want to order pizza. And Kirsten was there, she was taking her level one, and she's like, no, control yourself. Like, we were all over, not over our numbers, but at our numbers. So where does that fall into our nutrition when it comes to comfort? Like, he would have been more comfortable having a pizza. Yeah, well, I think it completely relates to our nutrition and and how we manage to stay on track every day because there's plenty of occasions where at the end of the night, I'm like, damn it, I want to go finish that pint of ice cream in the freezer. But and that would be really comfortable. Is there ice cream in the freezer? I think there might still. Do be I some. have some Ben and Jerry's? No. You, well, you finished the ch- cherry Garcia. But you got me another one too. You said. No, I didn't. You ate it. <laughs> no, I got the. There's a really good. Side, no, there was side another note, one. Side note: So there's a uh, Ben and Jerry's. It's called PB Muforia. 
It's a it's a low fat. You ate it? No, there's like some left, but not much. I haven't touched it. I bought it. For me? No, I bought it for me. I ate half of it and then I told you about it because I was like, hey, babe, do you know about this? It's like the frozen yogurt ones. My my ice cream. So anyway, <laughs> let's let's relate all of this. You know, because really we've not. I don't feel like we've given a good tip out. What's what? our What's our tip? I think we've given plenty of tips. Just I think be it, uncomfortable. That's not no, a tip. No, but it, you need to be able to sit with your discomfort. So I think what we're saying is, hey, doing this every day and getting better at showing self control and sitting comfortably with your discomfort will help you to develop that sense of, oh, I, I am actually getting better at this. I'm able to show self-control more easily. Well, and I don't think it has to always be self-control. Like, for example, yesterday I asked you, I want, I'm writing a new book. And I said, can I bring someone on to help me write it? And you said no. I didn't. I tell you what, I didn't say no. You, I, mean, I said, I'm not I said to, why do you want to bring someone else on? I'm not knocking you for saying no. I think it was a fine answer. But the point is, <laughs> I was trying to bring someone on because I was uncomfortable and didn't want to have to sit yeah. down and write every day. Jay hates these long projects. Right. So it was good. And I said, fine. And I'm going to hold true to that. So now it's I have to be uncomfortable every so day. What's, so what's your step? Yeah. What are you going to do in order to... I need to find time every day and sit and dive into it. Schedule some time every day to... To do a little and, bit of I mean, and that's really what it comes down to. Like, you know, when I say we didn't give a tip, obviously there are times where your discomfort, you just need discomfort and there's no, this is making me better or anything. It's just, no, you can't have that because it makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you can't rob a bank to have a million dollars. That would make you more comfortable. But we have laws and rules and regulations to stop that. Right. Same with your pizza. Like, you can't just have pizza because you're uncomfortable. Like, you have to... There are some things that it's not necessarily about finding comfort and discomfort. It's like, hey, this is what's getting you towards your goal. So, I think what you're trying to say is sometimes you just really have to embrace the suck. Suck it up. Suck it up, buttercup. Right. Every... I th- You know, and I make this story. No matter how much you and I have reverse dieted, I still, at the end of the day, want more food. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, yesterday for some reason I was I was hungry all day, probably because I was gone on the weekend. I was tired, and you know, ate throughout the day, and then it came time for a snack. And I had some. I had oatmeal and I had a Lindy and Larry's cookie. It was like eight thirty. We were chilling out early, and I wanted more. Mm-hmm. But I laid there like I didn't. I, I didn't even mention it to you, right? I just laid there and watched. You know, Netflix with you and went to bed. So it would have been easier to be like, what's in the kitchen? What's in the refrigerator? And so maybe that's kind of the next step that we need to, or helpful tip that we need to leave people with. What can they do? Well, then there's... When they're feeling that desire to eat more or go off their numbers or just kind of throw in the towel, whatever it might be. Like, Well, what these are, are two different things because that's like our livelihood and our passion and helping people with their nutrition. What can they do there versus what can they do to purposely make themselves uncomfortable to grow? Yeah, right? I, I agree. Different things, but so just some quick tips. So like last scenario, night, last what night, did you do? I just, I didn't do anything. Like I just know. It's mm-hmm. kind of like we've discussed with willpower. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an option. I don't know, like... That's where I'm very 
I, I have for, a, for people who need some tips to help that, what would you suggest they do? That's the thing. <laughs> it's hard for me in that scenario to give a tip because it's very easy. Well, all right, how much food do I have left? None? Okay, don't eat. All right. Here's, right? here's some tips I, I can give you people. <laughs> no, but you understand what I'm saying. I, I do. And by saying that, I'm telling you the tip is you need to know what your goals are in life and know what it's going to take to get there and understand that, that you have to challenge yourself through that. And in addition, part of it is actually questioning your hunger. So I'm looking at that like, all right, I'd like a little bit more of a snack, but I'm okay. Right. Questioning whether you are in fact hungry or whether you're just a bit tired and yeah, like also I think reasoning through, hey, this is what I just ate. There's not really any, you know, for my whole day and whatever I just had for my dinner. There's not really any reason why I should be hungry right, right now. Right, and I had tons of good quality. I mean, I had over a 1,000 grams of fruits and vegetables. Like, right. I was fine. So what's your tip for that? Well, I think, you know, whilst you're working on trying to get more comfortable with, with being uncomfortable, I think when you find yourself in those scenarios or you're tempted to eat more or you want to eat more, some helpful tips might be, have a big glass of water. I'm sure you've heard that before, but I'm telling you, it freaking works. Yeah. I, I grab my giant bottle, I fill it up, and I drink about half of this thing. And about five minutes later, there's, I'm not hungry. I'm fine. It's funny because lately I've been seeing a lot about like intuitive eating and stuff. I'm like, if you're hungry, eat. That's like, <laughs> no. Because then intuitively, I would gain weight. Because I don't think any of us are that in tune. Like, I'm feeling hungry. I should eat, right? Yeah. Or no, it's like sometimes it's okay to drink water and curb your hunger. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, like, that's another example of just like, oh, you're uncomfortable? Get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Cool. And you'll be 300 pounds. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, like that, that's not, I think that's just society in general. It's like, oh, you're uncomfortable. Let's make you comfortable. Like, what can we do? And it's like, no, like sometimes you have to be uncomfortable and you have to deal with it. <laughs> that's so funny nothing I feel like we caught Jay on like a a bad day I'm not no I'm perfect no. Jay did not sleep well he had he had allergies allergy attacks all night long didn't get to yoga I wasn't planning on yoga no I'm I'm fine I am tired but no I like it you're like giving it you're you're not sugarcoating it. And I'm not saying it just about, I mean, obviously people that are listening to this listen to us talk about nutrition. And I do think some of that is true. Like, you, like, at the end of the day, we're here to help you. But at the same time, you have to help yourself. Yeah. You know, I travel every weekend. This past weekend, for example, you know, like I said, I stayed with Kirsten and Vince. I had desire for some snacks on Saturday night and I didn't do it it was for me you know this relates again back to that willpower it's just ingrained in me there's that when it comes to nutrition but at the same time there are other avenues of your life where you're going to need to be uncomfortable to get better like you said well what can you do about it well for me with writing I need to spend I need to find time set a clock you know a pomodoro or you know a timer and, and spend 25 minutes a day just writing on the book. Mm-hmm. So when you say, well, what are some other tips? You know, force yourself into that discomfort. And if it's putting your alarm on the other side of the room, do that. You know, for, 
for months, if not years, I would wake up and when I would poop, I would grab my phone and check social media, right? Mm-hmm. So what did I do? All right, well, you, I wanted to change that. And for the first week, it was tough. Like my eyes hurt when I first wake up. So to read was, oh, I don't really want to because it's easier not to. But I kept my phone and computer. They don't come in the bedroom. And then I wake up and read my Kindle. <laughs> but I, but it wasn't I, comfortable at first, and now it's enjoyable. Right. Um, what else? What are some other What are some other things? I, I, you know, think, I think the big picture in what you're saying is that all of these things take time, and you just have to endure this discomfort over a long period of time. And you'll learn. And that's what it is. And eventually, it just becomes so ingrained in you that you do it. And you, you can be uncomfortable in that discomfort. It's not like we enjoy tracking our food every day. Hey, sure, it's fun once in a while to hit triple zero. I enjoy it from a different from that perspective. Of, yeah, right. but like, you know, it adds effort. It adds a little bit of stress sometimes. So it's not yeah. like it's an enjoyable thing to do every day. Just the act of tra- you're right. But in it's, the sense it's not that- it's it's not uncomfortable anymore. That's the big picture. Like I do it every day because it's so ingrained now and it's part of our lives and and I and I accept that I want to do it to continue to make growth and to uh, enjoy all the foods that I enjoy and just know that I'm taking care of my nutrition. Yeah, absolutely. For that reason and the same reason that you know whether it's snoozing, you're choosing to stop snoozing because you want to make a change. Mm-hmm. And if you continue to snooze, you're not going to make that change. When I first started jujitsu, and someone started to apply pressure, you would tap immediately because you're like, "I'm gonna die," <laughs> and then you'd realize, "All right, I can last a little longer and not die." Now, like I said, I'm rolling with Zach yesterday, who's a monster, and he gets my back, meaning you know, it's like my back is on his chest. He's basically spooning me, if you will. Wait, so you're the little spoon? I'm the little spoon in that scenario. He's literally got his, you know arm around, but you can put your face like, you know, to choke someone, you need to be choking their throat, right? Makes sense? Yeah. Come here, let me demonstrate. (laughs) And if you tuck your chin, you can block it a little bit. Oh, gotcha, yeah. So he's got this choke on me, but I'm blocking it. And I'm like, and I'm literally in my mind, like, fine. I have, there's zero panic going on. You're like, I can lie here all day. I'm like, I'm (laughs) fine. Like, I'm like, all right, this is uncomfortable. I'm fine. He's going to get, like, in my mind, I'm like, all right, he's squeezing hard. He's going to get tired. I'm just relaxing. And the more you can relax, the better you're suited to attack when he gets tired. Ooh, I like that. So relax into it instead of resisting the discomfort. All right, there you go. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I chill out. I, to the point that I'll put myself in bad positions on purpose because I'm comfortable relaxing. Hmm. It's very hard for, for me to get choked out. Now, you get me in an arm bar or a leg lock where there's no getting comfortable there. Your arm will break. Yeah. Right? That doesn't sound That's not what I'm talking about for those of you that know jiu-jitsu. Like a triangle, a rear naked choke, a guillotine. You have to really have that locked on properly to finish it. But people will panic and tap because they think you have it. And the more you think you have it, the harder you go, the more tired you're going to get. So for me, it's a matter of I'm fine. You're dumb. I'm going to get out of this and I'm going to beat you. That's how I look at it. <laughs> so, it's, you know, so I don't know. Like you said, sure, maybe a better way to put that is you, you, 
I think it goes back to what we said. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And if that's snoozing, if that's writing, if that's tracking your macros, you have to find where you're comfortable in that. Mm. And I think remembering to find these ways in which we can challenge ourselves so that we can grow as individuals in our confidence, in our performance, in all areas of our lives is, you know, look for ways in which we can challenge ourselves daily, weekly, whatever it might be. You have to. And I think that's part of it. I think when it comes to me, that's what I think about. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about, okay, you're on this planet for a certain amount of time. Do you want to just set the alarm, snooze, rush out of your house, go to work, come home, you know, eat dinner, watch Netflix and go to bed? Or do you want to challenge yourself to get better at something? Here's what I like to think of. You want to grow or do you want to die? Because that's essentially what you're doing. If you're not growing, you're dying, right? Get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> awesome. Well, (laughs) let's just quote movies. No, I think it's great. I think we've talked a long time and we've said a lot. And I hope that if people are listening, they took one thing from it. I think they did. I don't think it's. I think they they took that they need to start doing jujitsu. No, you know, whether, you know, it's no different doing yoga. You know, for me, jujitsu, in fact, I, you know, you can make the argument that I'm too comfortable there. Mm-hmm. You know, now I want to get better at it. So it's different. That's my, you know, another one of my passions and hobbies. But you you would say the same thing about a CrossFit workout. You know, the best in the world just suffer longer. Mm. They're, you know, they're obviously fitter. Their heart can do more. Their, their muscles are stronger. But that person next to you at the box that moves the same weight as you regularly but just beat you on a workout was just willing to suffer a little longer than you were. Mm. I, it's funny where your mind goes when you're in the middle of a CrossFit workout. I was doing Bradley yesterday outside in our garage. And I think halfway through at the beginning, I'm always, I'm always so full of hope. It's like, it's 10 rounds. It's mainly body weight movements. I'm like, oh, I got this. It's fine. There's 30 seconds of rest built into each round. Totally cool. You get to the fifth round, you're like, holy cow, there's another five rounds. And I just start thinking, like, how do these games athletes do it? And you're totally right. They're just willing to suffer and that little bit more. Yeah, and when you finish a workout, next workout you finish, just look back on it and think, could I have done one more of something Mm -hmm. without resting? Or did I need that rest in the round of nine? Or whatever it was. And chances are it was no. And I'm not, I'm not the best at that. I do the same. But I definitely know that it's the same principle. You know, mm-hmm. whether you're getting choked or feel like you can't breathe, it's the same thing. You're going to be fine. And you have to find that. And the same thing on the yoga mat. You're uncomfortable mm-hmm. keeping your mind quiet on the yoga mat. I don't need to towel off my face in the middle of my sun's no, meditation. Wh- whether it's that or just not, you know, there are people that can't find comfort in meditating for five minutes because mm-hmm. they're brain and all that so whatever the case is you have to find comfort in that discomfort and that's how you'll get better whether it's at that one thing or everything and that's where you grow cool that's all you need to listen to (laughs) that last (laughs) two minutes (laughs) wow all right let's go get uncomfortable i mean undressed (laughs) (laughs) all righty that's it. That's it? I have nothing left to say. I'll let you... No, you, you wrap it up. You kicked it off. You wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. All right. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, 
That's what you always like to well, say. See, I'm making you uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> or any other news or information you want to share with us, please reach out to us on contact at ownyoureating.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. And, uh, yeah, go be awesome. Go get uncomfortable. Bye. <laughs> That's what you always do. <laughs>